pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, I'm Stephen Canyon. Welcome back for another exploration into the power of supernatural kinetic belief for manifesting your abundant life. Glad to have you back with us today. If you'd like to receive an occasional text, just text the word kinetic to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website for all of the upcoming events and other cool things. Make sure you follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Stephen Canyon and subscribe to this podcast so you will not miss an episode. Tickets are now available for How to Attract Wisdom Anytime You Want It. That's a big deal, you know. And that's our brunch reception in Orlando, Florida. Coming up on June 26th, and the the one prior to that is already sold out. Megan and I are going to both be there digging down deep with all you guys. Tickets are available at stephencanyon.com. And Maggie, there you are. Hello. What a difference the morning sunlight makes coming in through all these glorious windows. Who knew? Who knew Who that knew? opening your curtains will <laughs> let the light it's, in? It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. We've been living How in bizarre. a cave. We have been. It's been so dark in here. We're like, oh, this is really <laughs> no nice. Reason. But now you've opened up. Oh, man. We do that all. I don't know what took us so long. It's been a great morning, hasn't it? All the sunshine, eggs and sausage and OJ, coffee. I just feel, man. I'm just, I'm like, where are we going? What are we doing? What's happening? Well, you can see everything in here. I, I, <laughs> I can see I, you. I like, you, you, know, look, I like, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Well, I like getting all of the morning light throughout the, and we usually do that, but for some reason we've had all these, these curtains, yeah, I'm these not sure. window treatments it, treating fun? our windows. I don't, you know, I don't n- like enough. to think that's a, an assessment on my intelligence, but no. I, I feel, I feel like it might be. But isn't isn't that isn't that a statement to how we can just become habitual little creatures and you just don't even it's like stepping over the empty box that's uh, there in the yes. hallway forever yes. and you, because you think something might be in it or yeah and, and one day you look in there a couple of years later and you go well this is actually yeah. trash it, it <laughs> <laughs> you look around your house and you're like. What, what's all this trash? What, what's all? <laughs> and what's your name? <laughs> and how did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> trash. I have, I have, you know, speaking of that, that reminded me. My my niece uh, said the funniest thing the other day. Um, I don't know if it's from a kids show or what, but she she just said, uh, "We're garbage sisters." What are you watching? I think she was making an observation. (laughs) I think she was. And and I was like, we're trash? And she's like, we're trash. I love that. (laughs) Is this a cartoon? I've never heard. I don't know. I I like that. It made me laugh, though. I'm getting a little nervous. You are? About the heat. They say that it's going to get really hot. And so now I know that the heat is coming. To um, this area that we're in here in in Orlando. That's dangerous, though, because... I'm hot now just hearing you say that. Yeah. And we're inside. Oh. Should we close the And we need to picture a snowy mountain. (laughs) I think we should take a few days maybe next month and go hang out in the Snake River that's that's spilling down out of Yellowstone. Oh. Doesn't that sound refreshing? Doesn't that sound so good? You're cooling off now. Oh, yeah. I'm melting into the the chair. But I I only want to do that if we can camp. 
I want to camp. camp. I want to sleep outside. I want to grill hot dogs and have the campfire situation. Well, you can. You know, when we did that last time, you can hear the water just, oh, I just know. going by all I know. Night. I don't think I've ever slept so soundly than on that trip. Just, oh, we were literally on the bank of the river. Oh, yeah. And the, and the noise of the river. And it was just, you know, it was just cold enough. You're cooling off. Oh, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> My teeth start chattering. <laughs> You're I'm doing, open yeah. to suggestions. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to think about oh, that. that. This is amazing. Thursday. We need to roll on with this deal. Okay, I'm have, ready. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a superhuman? Yes. I mean, I know this is really, and we talk about this a lot because I think that there is this uh, innate desire. Well, I know there's an innate desire among so many people. They just want, they, there is a knowing that there is an ability that goes beyond the, the five senses. Mm. We know. We know. And we so know. that's the attraction. And what if I were to tell you that you already are? And that's why you love the movies so much and the, the books and the idea of it. If you told me that, I think I'd be like, hmm, okay. Well, everything you will ever need, Maggie, to become whatever you wish to be is already within you right now. You can have the kind of day that you imagine to have. You can have whatever you want to have. You can be healed. You can be whatever you want to be, where you are in your life right now. Why? Because you're a superhuman. That's actually true, isn't it? I mean... It's not just a gimmick. <laughs> That's actually completely no, it's not, true. <laughs> it's not just to sell tickets to the AMC movie theater. It's for reals. Wow. It's true. But how do you? How do we get there? Okay, maybe it just it sounds nice, and it sounds like something that okay, uh, I hear you, Steve and Meg. But how how can how is this real for me? Right. It happens, and it happens when you make the determination that, you know what, I am going to master my ego. I am going to go out here on the battleground of willpower, and I'm going to win my day back mm. because it's my day. This is how a KB masters the universe around them. It's how a KB masters life. It's how you master today. It's how you master this morning. You master your home and where you're living, mm. the condition of the inside of your vehicle. It's, <laughs> you're mastering your, your destiny. Yes. Wow. Well, the subjective truth regarding uh, the identity, our identity that we're going to be an expression of in our lives, it always goes back to your beliefs, your subjective beliefs that will cause you to manifest the circumstances and all of the events around your life. Hmm. And look, intentional kinetic believers are masters of the universe around them. They go out onto the, the battleground of the day where there is this explosive combatant of uh, two factions going at each other. And you know how to win that the battle of the willpower. Kinetic belief is for those who desire to be equipped with knowledge, right? And yes. it's knowledge for modifying, knowledge for changing the things that they wish to change. Hmm. Which, which really, if you probably end up, if you take stock of the things you want to change. That's a lot of changing that needs to be made. And, but it begins with you and it ends with you. And the issue is most of us go around wanting to change what they don't, they want to change the thing rather than change themselves, right. change their belief. The fruit instead of the root. So, yeah. So this is a discipline that accesses subconscious awareness to unbecome negative thoughts 
to locate our genius of purpose for delighting in experiences and in our awareness of being the awareness of the universe, awareness of ourself, and enjoying the experiences of awareness. So the only thing that separates average from super achievers like we're talking about is the power of their kinetic belief. One phrase that you just said that I, I really, really love, and, I'm, and I wrote it down, is that this is knowledge for modification. So... Mm-hmm. It's important to, to get excited about the fact that, look, you know, listening to this podcast every day, the conversations you and I have, Steve, I mean, we are gaining so much knowledge, revelation knowledge, and it's not just so we can sit here with it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so that we can, can make these modifications. And I know that a long time ago, this was early on the podcast, but I do remember you saying, you know, look, what if you, what, what if you made 1% modification? What if you made a 1% modification every day in a year? Look at, look at the revolutionary impact. Well, that's 365% uh, modification, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. It's a lot. So this is, um, this is thrilling, the idea that, look, if we just start now and, and determine to, to conquer this battleground of the willpower, if we do that today, look at what we can look back on in, in time. That's a great point. And, you know, these podcasts, what a what an opportunity it is for all of us. It's like, imagine, and, and you could even do this. Get a, get your favorite beverage, a cup of coffee, whatever, and find your little hygge space in your home. And put on this podcast and join Maggie and myself every day to get ready for your magic carpet ride. Yeah. You know, you're going to look at your day as it's you're going to explore it and you're going out there into the the jungle, which and that's really what it is. It's yeah. a jungle of anything uh, negative or positive being possible unless yes. you prepared yourself for that magic carpet ride yeah. and you know what you're going to be sailing above and beyond, mm. not through, but over over it because you prepared yourself by joining us with your cup of coffee. <laughs> which is what I'm. I have. You, you may prefer tea or milk. I don't know. Milk. Not important. Who's drinking but we're milk? getting. <laughs> a lot of people drink milk. But we're ready for our magic carpet ride. We prepared ourselves. We've done the yes, yes. the meditative work of preparing ourselves in our huga space, mm-hmm. and so now we're ready. And I love this podcast because it it does. It's an attitude adjustment. You know, if, if anything's sort of off kilter or, you know, something has sort of crept into that little niche in your brain that is so not supposed to be there, that's one of my favorite things about this podcast. When I begin, there may be a couple little things out of alignment, but when we're done, I am so empowered and it's so impactful for that day. And it prepares you. Oh my for anything. But, but it, it is the, you're putting in the time, you're putting in the mental um, uh, approach yeah, to your, your willpower to overcome the negative mental constructs that are going to challenge you as you go through the day. Absolutely. And we're always, since we have the authority to be the final authority and the decision maker in what, how we're going to define things as they show up as being either good or bad, attaching ourselves to that mental uh, defined thing and, mm-hmm. and, and that becoming our identity we prepare ourselves in advance for all of that. NFL quarterback Tom Brady, who, as anybody that cares, is now a seven-time Super Bowl champion, played a <laughs> yes. significant role in the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this uh, self-induced state of kinetic belief ahead of this year's Super Bowl. I, don't, I just heard this the other day. But fo- in following Tampa Bay's win over the – was it the Kansas City Chiefs? Is that who? Mm. 
Yeah, Ma- that Mahomes. We were, is that the guy? We were deep in Albania or somewhere at that time. Yeah, it was right? on at like four in the morning. Yeah, something. we didn't see it. But um, following that win, it was revealed that uh, Brady was texting every single team member throughout the week before the game mm-hmm. to make them believe, make them believe they were going to win the Super Bowl. Hmm. And it, they said that he was texting them at about you know in the middle of the night, and he was saying, "We will win the game. We will win the game." Hmm. Every single team member he said, "We will win the game. We believe in the play calling. We believe in what the coaches are telling us to do." Hmm. And the the team collectively kinetically believed for the win, and and so many of those uh, uh, teammates that played with him are crediting him for uh, setting their belief, attracting the victory, and apparently it was a a blowout. Wow. So, you know, preparing for your magic carpet ride is everything, and it is a way of life. And for example, you know, I know many, many of our listeners have worked through the um, uh, Manifesting Journal and uh, the Guided Journal. And those, the feedback that we get, those that were the most successful and are seeing dynamic change in their life are those that discipline themselves to do it every day consecutively. And I know that there are a lot of people that would do one or two days a week. But it's those that uh, made the habitual effort at, at the right time or a time every day that, you know what, this is the most important thing for me, that I'm preparing my... Uh, kinetic beliefs for mastering the the uh, the willpower, the, uh, going out here in the battleground and overcoming all of these um, objects that would tend to get me to try to attach my belief to that. Rather than that, I'm putting in the day after day after day. I don't care if it's Saturday. It doesn't matter if it's Tuesday or Sunday or what day of the week it is. Okay, we're going on vacation. You guys, wait in the station wagon. I'll be down there in about 10 more minutes. I've got this thing i got to do. <laughs> yes. That's but, perfect. Well, and, and it does actually, you know, that resonates with my spirit because it, it does seem as though with the sunrise every day, it's as if energetics are reset. It's as if you get this really beautiful clean slate, and it's a true clean slate, and, and you can feel it and you can sense it. And it's, and it's a very spiritual and even you could even say emotional. And, but it's, it's, it's a powerful reset, the 24-hour clock. It is a clean slate. It is a slate. And, but, and if, since it's a clean slate, if you don't purposely do something with a clean slate by default, all that stuff from yesterday is going to be just splattered, just splattered all over, <laughs> graffitied <laughs> on your clean slate. Yes. Before you can even put mm, your hands to it. So good. No, but unbecoming the ego, and that's what we're really talking about, those mental constructs, the ego, is the kinetic believer's approach to answering the most important questions regarding their life. And, and who am I outside of those thoughts? Who am I outside of the stuff that they've been telling me I am? Um, why am I here? Why did I drop down out of the sky and land right here in in uh, Tikiville, Montana, if, if there is a place. What is my purpose? Understanding the power of kinetic belief leads to producing these powerful, life-changing insights. Every individual human being is a spiritual being first. And last, having this natural experience. 
And it's, it's by looking within that each one of us have our very own personal moment of transcendence, uh, a place where we step into our fullest potential by overcoming the willpower of the ego that's saying, no, this is who you are. This is what you, don't you remember what they said about you when, when whatever, that negative thing. Don't forget the negative stuff. But that's the battle of the willpower of the essence of your eternal being versus the willpower of the ego. Well, and all of that's such a, a, an amazing idea. The idea that, that we can, can take a fresh look at ourselves, at our identity, at who we really are, what we're identifying with, and that it really is okay, and it's not only okay, but possible to, to get rid of all of these preconceived cultural and social constructs that try to attach to us. You know, so many times when you say, if you were to ask somebody, someone, who, who are you, they, they tell you what their job is. You know, I mean, but we're told that's what we're supposed to do. And you talk about your roles, whether you're a mother or a sister or a wife or a husband. I mean, these things are not who we are. And so being even given permission to get rid of those identifications, that's huge. Permission. That's a big word, isn't it? Yes. And that comes from self. Permission granted, right? Yes. To overcome and, and to not listen to all of those other ideas that seek to redefine who we are. It's really interesting. I, I was last night, um, as I was laying there going to sleep, and I, I paid attention to the thoughts that were coming into my mind. I mean, and they come from seemingly nowhere and the most <laughs> random uh, thoughts. And I, But I was yeah. paying attention to them. And, and I, I kind of got a little tickled with them. I mean, I, I found some humor, and I started to see them as, 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 my, as a pet. A little pet animal that wants to get up on the bed and sleep with you, and <laughs> That's um, a great analogy, and, actually. and it would jump up there on the bed, and I would just kind of, oh no, you, you're so cute, go oh, away, tap tap, get down, go away, <laughs> and then I would just wait, and then I feel the bounce on the bed, and the, oh look at you, aren't you cute? No, I don't think so. Get down, get <laughs> off the bed, and I played that game for yeah. a while, and I, I guess I went to sleep because I feel rested. It now. sounds like the equivalent of counting sheep. You know, you're counting thoughts, or counting, counting thoughts, <laughs> counting but then, pets. But then that way, because some of them, and I recognize, there is no way I'm going to let you sleep with me. You're not, <laughs> no, absolutely not. You are filthy, you dirty rascal. <laughs> You are cute, though. Go away. Yeah. But I was taking authority huh. and casting down those thoughts as they were showing up. And so I did not I did not sleep with a thought that I didn't want to sleep with. Well, and that story really illuminates so many different parts of, of how you do that. So first, you have to even be aware in the first place, because so many of us are on autopilot. And so the awareness of the thoughts is, is a huge piece of that. And then making the decision on, okay, well, what am I going to do with this? And look at the thoughts as a cute little, your cute little pet. Yes. Rather than being uh, frightened by it because mm -hmm. it'll show up and it'll, I'm going to bite you and rip you apart if you don't pay attention to me. And, and it's the, oh my God, what am I going to do with this horrible thought that's I've identified yeah. with? No, no. You just see it as the cute little pet. I see you. And no, you're not sleeping with me. <laughs> I like that. I can see you. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> every, because yeah. every idea and every intentional imagination begins reconstructing our life by attracting the substance of, of whatever that thing is. And if it's the substance of our intentional desires, those, those thoughts, the intentional uh, cons, mental constructs, then those are the things that's going to manifest into our lives. 
Using the quantum physical sciences that's revealed this uh, a creative blueprint for every form in the universe and understanding how our lives are actually constructed from the power of our beliefs, that is exactly where the journey for an intentional kinetic believer begins. Because, you know, this advancing life, the good one is not accidental. That in, that word intentional is a is a big one. It's a powerful one. I like what it what it's demonstrating to us right now. And you know, you said intentional imaginations, which which means we can have unintentional imaginations, which is what we all are sort of. That's our default setting, right? The the unintentional imagination. And and I'm trying to piece together some of these things that you're telling us today. And it seems as though unintentional imaginations will always um, be serving our ego. Is that accurate? The unintentional, yeah, the the thinking, those negative mental th- uh, thought constructs that were planted who knows where from yeah. somewhere in your life. And they're just, they're always just there to remind you to jump up on the bed, to follow you around and to bark at you and to try to get you to remember some negative experience from your past. And if you can look at those when they pop in as a little, little pet, I see you. Mm-hmm. No, no, you cannot spend right. any time with me at all. Go away. <laughs> go away. And it leaves. It will leave you. Well, and I think it's, I've always found it really interesting that, you know, those unintentional imaginations and this ego that, that we're learning about, it's, that is the default. That is when you, when you relax and you're not really noticing your thoughts, noticing your words, noticing, making sure that you're keeping a, a lid on everything that you're supposed to be observing and, and bringing into captivity. Um, that we will immediately go into that that realm of unintentional and feeding our ego. Because I think a lot of times we're duped into thinking it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm either neutral or I, I could be in the ego if I choose to, or I could be a kinetic believer if I choose to. And they're not created equal. It's this horrible default setting, but we have to rise above to, to live that kinetic belief life. Yeah, so if you are trying to overcome the unintentional, then there's got to be an intentional part to this. Yes. An yes. intentional. Somebody asked recently, and we get this... I get this a lot, and they'll say, how can I intentionally work out my kinetic belief? Mm -hmm. I want to be intentionally in control of my life and not be chasing after the wayward pet that says, follow me. Those thoughts, the negative thoughts. What do I do? First of all, begin with a journal because this is the only way you're going to be able to uh, go back and repeat and look at your look at what you are determining to intentionally uh, adhere to and rely on as the reality for your life. And we have new listeners every day, and for for those who are new to kinetic belief, you know we're not talking about keeping a diary. No, that's, no, don't use it. No, not a diary. Diaries can be fun, but that's not that's not what we're talking about. An intentional journal, the kind of manifesting journal we're talking about, is the one that you have you put in the work to uh, imagine the life that you want to live. And you are creating it with your desires and your imagination, and and you are putting in the time for gratitude, and you have affirmations, and it's a blueprint, the blueprint for where you want to go in this journey to take you. And I have to say, I love the guided journal, the 100-day guided journal, because when I journal on my own, I tend to repeat myself too much. I just sort of kind of 
keep, you know, I keep the, the blinds shut for no reason. <laughs> I don't, I'm not thinking <laughs> outside of the, my manifestation box enough. So, you know, those, having those daily prompts is, I think, huge. It helps you sort of mine uh, other caverns and other places that you never, that you maybe never would have. Prompts are so necessary if you want to successfully navigate your life. Because, you know, just listening to these podcasts, for example, you can tell that there is so much going on in the human mind <laughs> because there are two willpowers that are warring one with the other. And, you know, it's the, I get so tired of the things that I do. Well, who is it that's tired of the things of that, of who's doing the what you're tired of? There's, there's two natures. There's, there, there's a dual, a dual nature on the inside of us. So yeah, it can appear to be confusing, but look, you don't need to have to know how the engine works to be able to fly the plane, but you do need to know how to go down the checklist. You do need to know what all those little instruments on the console do. That's your part as a kinetic believer. And if you're going to go flying every day, if you're going to climb up on that magic carpet to go for a ride, which you are, you need to walk around it and make sure that... You know, the tires are all inflated on your <laughs> magic carpet. I love that. <laughs> but you like want to do ch- a, an engine check. You on need your checklist. Carpet. So so on the the magic carpet console, if you will, even if you won't, on that console, you've got some dials and one of them will say imagination <laughs> check. Desire check. Gratitude check. Action. Hmm, let me think about that for a minute. Okay, I, I know what I'm going to do. Check. Words. Words? Yeah, what is the new language of this expectation of this thing? When it shows up, do you know how to talk about it? Do you know how to talk about it in real time? Do you know how to talk about it as though it, you are living the life of it? Well, I need a lexicon for this, don't I? Write some more words down in your journal. Words. Check. Okay, I've gone through my instruments here on my magic carpet, and I am ready for this ride. And so here we go. I am now intentionally working out my kinetic belief. I have to say, hearing you go through that checklist was actually, I mean, it was, it was very empowering because many times the idea of self-improvement can be completely overwhelming because you feel like a hot mess. You know, <laughs> you think, dear God, a checklist of stuff I need to fix? I mean... Do you want an Excel spreadsheet? <laughs> you know, like, what do you want? No, but but that checklist, it's it, um, it's not even so much that it narrows it down, but it defines it. It's mm. so clearly defined the things that we need to give our focus to so that we're not just being spread so thin. And I just found that to be very empowering. Well, you're doing your part so that you can just let the engine do what the engine does. Yeah. And stop trying to be the pistons and the valves and those things. No, but spending time with yourself. Look, spend time with yourself, not chasing down those thoughts, but asking the question, what is it? What is it that makes me different? Not what makes me like everybody else. You know, what are you going to be wearing so I can wear that? How are you going to be talking so I can talk like and fit in and not fit out? Not those things. No, no, what is it that makes you delightfully, wonderfully peculiar and, and just deliciously weird? Those things, those things that make you your own fashion statement. The result of mastering your ego is in a sense that, you know what, you're coming home. Yeah, that's it. 
You're coming home and there's that cozy fire that belongs to you. And you know your Huga space because you designed it and it's exactly what you want. Yeah. It's the corner with the fuzzies, the kind and the color exactly like you want. And there's your beverage, your warm glass of whatever your beverage. It's your place. And you're coming home to that. It's to a place where compassion for self begins. And your purposeful state of being is developed from that state of awareness of, of you coming home to you regarding your genius of purpose from which you just dropped in on this earth to discover. Thank you very much. But it's by unbecoming all of that negative source stuff that's buying for your attention to buy into and and telling you to chase after, that you're, you are essentially distangling yourself from, from all of those negative influences. The result of unbecoming is that a person is actually revealing themselves to themselves. That's incredibly beautiful. You're coming home. You're coming home to you. That's what it means to be a kinetic believer. And, and I have to say that the biggest thing, theme that seems to come through, and I know it's true for myself too, is so many kinetic believers, we've gone through life feeling a, a little displaced, mm-hmm. a little um, out of sorts. Maybe, you know, maybe it seemed like you were fitting in, but you, you kind of knew you were Oh, weren't. come on. Let's get real. A lot out <laughs> displaced, way out of bounds. Like, where, where the heck am I? And who the heck? am I and how did you get in here <laughs> who <laughs> yes. are you but we are um and that's why the the kinetic belief family is so beautiful and your description was was incredibly honestly just touching the idea of you're coming home to yourself you don't need someone else to make a space for you because you are that space mm. and you can be even that space for others that's that's incredible one of the greatest discoveries a person will make in their lifetime is themselves. And from the moment that you embrace who you are, the, the reward is a new journey. The reward is a new adventure. And sometimes you've got to end something to begin. Yes. You know, every human being is different. Aren't you glad? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? We are different. Yes. So <laughs> act like you are. But you've got to know who you are to be able to act it because mastering your ego be- it begins the process of constructive, creative empowerment. Mastering your ego is over, it's overcoming the will of your natural desire, overcoming the will of the ego. And are you, I know you are, are you familiar with the magician David Blaine? <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that, that dude's pretty, he's out there, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so entertaining, I've got to say. But I read something about What's him. the thing he always says? We used to watch. Oh yeah, he goes no watch. Wise. No, no watch. Wise. No, no watch. No watch. <laughs> but he, he says. says it with but so it makes much you want to watch. foreboding mystery. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, what's happening? But he he said that Houdini inspired him to not only perform all those magic tricks in front of people, but also um, how to complete these things that he was doing that seemed impossible to the people that were watching. And he said that he read about Houdini and um, how he Houdini trained and he prepared for all those amazing things that he was doing. And so Blaine, David Blaine, decided to follow Houdini's lead. And as a, a young teenager, he began training his will. How would you like to have had him for a son? He's training his willpower <laughs> oh while gosh. he's still a teenager. He could swim for as long. He would just go and swim as long as he possibly could without coming up for air. And he would walk to school in the, the dead of winter and only a T-shirt. 
Sounds like my grandpa. I was going to say, it sounds like everyone I went to college with. And like, he, right? <laughs> everybody's but, out there in flip-flops. But and then he would run for, he said, as long as he could while barefoot in the snow, wow. that kind of stuff. And he would take freezing cold baths to see how long he could stay in the water. Mm-hmm. And he said he spent, spent uh, three days in a closet without moving. <laughs> Where is David? <laughs> I mean, and then when he, he turned, he said he turned 11 years old. He fasted for four days without anything but water. And he's, he's learning wow. to overcome the, the willpower of the ego. He's training for that. He's, he's learning to know the difference between the, the willpower of his essence of being, mm-hmm. the authority of his eternal life, life source, and, and where that disconnect is. And he's, he's learning what the, the willpower of the ego is, the, the pain threshold, the one that says, feed me now mm-hmm. or you'll die. Uh, stop or start or quit or you're, I'm mad. I'm, I'm, you know, the emotions that are whatever they are to get you to do something. But he's learning to overcome those things. And he said when he was 18, he fasted for 10 days, but then he, he did it with water and wine. Um, you know, he's 18 now. So things are, things are, things are changing, but he said he did all of this. Pra- I'm doing a wine cleanse. Right. All of this funny. practice he did before he oh. even graduated high school. But what it did was it gave Blaine this incredible willpower. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're really talking about. You know, we, yes, this is easy. But it's easy when you can deny the the ego, deny it, and recognize it for the little harmless pet. No, I see you. I'm wow. smiling at you. In fact, I'll laugh at you if I need to. So you just go away because I'm not going to follow you. Hmm. But how far a person goes in this life is according to every single person's determination. And regardless of the, the stick to it, you know, fortitude, every step is one more step toward the reality of manifesting your desires, making, you know, this, this is a way of life. And I'm going to work at my console every day and go down my checklist. And I am preparing myself for being me and not anything or anyone else. Every human being is experiencing life according to exactly what they've been believing and are believing and determining to believe. Every one of us, all of us, grow up and attaching our identity to these motives that are not original to us. Motives to do this, motives that come from everywhere. But it's our original genius of purpose that is our life source fingerprint. It's our identity. And there is a perfect, unblemished version of every human being, and it arrived when you did. So, you know, it's aligning ourselves in agreement and in harmony, perfect harmony, with the original blueprint, the essence of our purpose, that just immediately begins transforming us by taking us to all of these new visions on this magic carpet ride over the city and wherever we're going that dramatically broadens all of our experiences. This is a way of life for the kinetic believer to discover an endless universe of possibilities that extend way beyond the the little box that we found ourselves to be in. Lewis Carroll wrote in his book, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. He said that it's no use going back to yesterday because I was a different person then. Mm. Purpose, purpose, overcoming the habitual thought of our ego, doing the things that you just keep doing. I mean, you don't even know why you're doing them. 
It's overcoming all of that by extending beyond who we thought we were yesterday, beyond who we are conditioned to think we are, and into the future of all things being possible. And, and just like the author Mitch Album wrote, and he said in his book, uh, I don't remember the book now, but he wrote, I do, he said, all endings are also beginnings. Mm. All endings are also beginnings. We just don't know it at the time we're ending. Everybody wants to change. I think that's universal, but most people don't know how to do it. Albert Einstein theorized on what creates a person's life's circumstances, and he said, why is it that human beings are continually surrounded by things that were first imagined? Imagine that. In quantum physics, creative imagination is called the power of kinetic belief. Kinetic belief is the blueprint for every desire in the universe. Mastering the ego with the power of kinetic belief is for those who want to manifest anything that they can think or imagine. And hey, you know what? If you're like most people, even while making a good living, you may feel trapped while the life you've imagined seems to just be passing you by. It's, trying to, it's like trying to hold on to a, a fistful of water. Only a few people have known how to successfully attract whatever they can think or imagine. And if you haven't picked up on it now, I'm sure you will soon, that the power of kinetic belief is only for those who want to experience their being and not their negative thinking. And if you have the creative ability for a bias to imagine what you desire and to rearrange circumstances of your life according to your original purpose, then this is for you. Imagination is what moved humans from caves to houses. Uh, imagination domesticated fire. It created music. It creates creative writing. Imagination develops vaccines and it created photography. It mastered flight. It, it created the internet. Imagination developed the theory of relativity and quantum mechanics. And it, it created, sad to say, nuclear weapons. But imagination traveled to the moon. And the most powerful and creative thing in the universe Imagination won an argument with his wife. It, it just does all the things that seem impossible. <laughs> what? what? That's an old joke. You have, <laughs> you have the ability to hold a desire as a bias for attracting what you desire to manifest. Your authority and dominion are both universal dominators, and they represent all the stuff that you were made of. You have an original purpose, the essence of what makes you you. You were created within the expanding universe as co-creators with the authority and with the dominion to be able to evolve your advancing life in agreement with the original source of your design. When you agree with who you were meant to be and when you agree with what you're supposed to be creating according to all of your unique qualities and in accordance with your creative aptitudes, in agreement with the biases of your soul, through the power of your kinetic belief. That's when your being, your spiritual being, who's having this natural experience begins to attract your advancing perfected life. All oh, let's just say these together, these highest viewpoints and imagine them manifesting into our lives. Mm. Let's say this out loud. Say, I've made the choice. I've made the choice. To advance within my greatness. To advance within my greatness. I trust in my creative genius. And I trust in my creative genius. To be anything I desire. To be anything I desire. I am in love. 
I am in love. With who I was originally created to be. And with who I was originally created to be. I am the successful. I am the successful. Perfected version of me. Perfected version of me. I'm fearlessly confident. I am fearlessly confident. I am strong. I am strong. Original. Original. And manifesting. And manifesting. My desires in abundance. My desires in abundance. I believe in the one. I believe in the one. I was created to be. I was created to be. Wow, I feel so postured, so ready, so poised to have success today. I've got I've got my journal in one hand and coffee in the other. Let's do a magic carpet ride. <laughs> Here we go. Sending out much love and light to all the KB creatives all around yeah. the world. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.